सपोर्ट फॉर दिस माइंड पॉडकास्ट इज ब्रॉट टू यू बाय रमेश देशबोतला थैंक यू रमेश वी अप्रिशिएट योर सपोर्ट If you like what we do here week after week if you like what we bring to you the analysis of the news and what we make of the news of the week do go to mind.net and support mind podcast link find the mind podcast link there and find ways to support us thank you so much Hello and welcome to Mind Podcast 106.0. This is Ananda Vishesh and at the outset I have to apologize for my voice, for my raspy voice. I've been under the weather and uh, but I have to be here week after week because I enjoy being here so much. And with me is uh, Pramod Kumar Buravali, tired and exhausted from a couple of events that we did this week and two back-to-back events that we did this week, phenomenal events. And if you go to my website, you'll be able to see them. Uh, we did one event with Dr. Pankaj Jain. This was in association with Indic Book Club. Another uh, podcast that, and another event that we did just a few weeks, a uh, few days ago, also with uh, Indic Book Club and Friends of India Society International. This was with uh, Dr. Radha Krishnan Pillai. Amazing events both. And um, so Pramod has been busy running around organizing all this. Uh, we will talk about this, these events a little later and why we are doing this. But I start this podcast with a very heavy heart. Um, Srinivas Kuchibotla, it just you know it's hard for me to even say this but Srinivas Kuchibotla an Indian techie young 32 year old Indian professional was shot dead in Kansas City bar in an I wanted to say alleged but it's not alleged anymore it's not apparent anymore it is a hate crime from what we know now Uh, he was there with his friend Srinivas was an aviation engineer who was working with Garmin and was killed by a Navy veteran who has already been um, found now and is in custody. But he was there with his friend Alok Madsani and thankfully Alok is doing okay. But uh, Srinivas come to his injuries and he survived by his wife Sunaina. And uh, this has been very hard for Indian community in um, America. This is not the first time that hate crime has happened. I have to say that. I have to add that. If you remember the Gurdwara shooting that happened, or before that, after 9-11, the first victim of hate crime was a Sikh gentleman again. But somehow this just sent shivers down the spine in the Indian community because he was just like you and me and he was just enjoying um, drink in a bar after a long day work his wife was waiting for him at home and just a simple middle-class fellow you know um, who had come here for as a student and then had found a job for himself and was just making both ends meet it's been it's been tough on the Indian community here Pramod what do you have to say about this well this is not the beginning Uh, many people have ascribed Trump's ascendancy to be the reason for uh, increase in racial incidents against uh, Indian American or Hindu American uh, community Uh, but this is not the beginning I was speaking to someone yesterday evening or a long call Uh, he had called me with a list of 
uh, events um, that had happened uh, under Obama and uh, Bush's administrations as well. There were many people who were killed, you know, their apartments ransacked, there was event, there were a series of events yeah. of burglary targeted against the Indian American community leading to violent crime also. So, <clears throat> so in the end I concluded that I need to sit back a little bit more and do an analysis of uh, the persecution that Indic community, Hindu, Buddha, Jaina and Sikh community have yeah. faced traditionally and historically in the North American continent and goes back to almost about 100-150 years. It's not new, it's not, mm -hmm. it's always been there. If you remember we did a uh, piece on the Komagata Maru incident yes. in uh, Vancouver uh, in <laughs> Canada where uh, a group of six were not allowed to disembark from a <clears throat> ship, they had arrived from India. Dilip Singh Saun, the first uh, Indian uh, American yeah. congressman from the Sikh community faced a lot of discrimination but he ended up becoming a congressman way back in the 50s mm. for three consecutive terms. So this is not new. The racial lines, the, the kind of bigotry that is mm. exhibited in majority of the places by communities, they may like, or, uh, like it or not, we, all, we are all considered Middle Eastern. They have yeah. no knowledge. Uh, you know, sitting here in America, I can tell you very clearly that the assumption that every American is knowledgeable and has knowledge of geography, has knowledge of no. demography. They don't even know there are 50 they, states in the they, United they States. Don't, they don't. No. There is absolute dumb people living in America. And uh, it is unfortunate that a person got killed because of mis mistaken identity. Not mm -hmm. that... Uh, I'm supporting killing anybody, anybody else would have been yeah, any better. But, but it is such a yeah. uh, devastating thing yeah. to be, uh, be to be called a Middle Eastern person and yeah. mistaken for him, and uh, then uh, facing this. But I have also personally faced this many times. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, in 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 the looks and the glares and the the kind of uh, tones that are used on uh, you by many, many people that you wouldn't expect it from. Uh, but this is part of the history of America, you know, the racism, religious uh, discrimination against minorities, uh, persecution against minority, minorities has also happened many times. Yes. And I Let would like just, to, uh, you yeah. know, sort of streamline this discussion and uh, tell you what I'm interested in talking. As commentators, we have an extra responsibility of trying to analyze things from historical perspective and try to make sense of things. Um, we cannot afford to be overly emotional about things. So, um, although this is an extremely, as I said, I began this podcast with saying that my heart is broken. I mean, I just, I saw Sunena's um, presser and I just couldn't stop my tears. I just felt it was me standing there. It was just so hard um, to make sense of it. But my question to you is, Pramod, that everyone is saying that this is happening after Donald Trump's ascension to power. Do you associate this with that or do you think that hate crime has always existed? Hate crime existed during Obama's time, hate crime existed during Bush's time because after 9-11 the sick gentleman who got shot dead was Bush's time and then the Gurdwara incident happened during Obama's time. Now this happened during um, Trump's time. So are you saying that people who ascribe this, we, we need to 
condemn all um, incidents and we need to condemn all hate crime but people who say that oh this happened because trump is in power are essentially not helping the situation no no uh, how, is, what is your opinion my, my assessment on this is <clears throat> i came here 17 years ago um, right about a month before uh, or 16 years ago right about a month before 9-11 happened so mm. i came in august the date also i remember was august 11 2001 when i came and uh, uh, the people before me the people going to college in the clinton era were also they were also sta stating that there is an undercurrent of racism and religious and also um, i would say uh, a sort of a discrimination based on which continent you are from you know if yeah. you are from uh, australia and if you are of indian origin then the discrimination is lower because of yeah. your accent you know so yeah. there is linguistic discrimination as, as well so this pervades american society <laughs> the there is no reason to attribute trump's rhetoric on immigrants mm. and uh, <clears throat> the illegal illegal immigration to basically have sort of a cascading effect into the to the ground level and assume that mm. it is because of Trump that these these cases have gone up. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I, I can tell you that they're talking to many white people and white people have had a historical grouse that their demography is reducing. They're mm. now at least, uh, I think if last I saw Pew report, yeah. they're down to 60% of the population. Yeah. They are not having as many kids for various reasons. Mm. So natural beneficiaries of that demographic dividend are the immigrants, immigrants who are yeah. producing more kids, who feel much more safer, secure in this environment, uh, both Hispanics and also Asian Americans yeah. who are settling down in droves. Yeah. So this this is bound to happen, the racial tension is bound to happen. America has to redefine itself. Is it a white only America, United States of America? Or is it America that is, you know, the preeminence is given back to Native Americans and everybody else is a guest? Yeah whether it is somebody who arrived 400 years ago or somebody whether who arrived, who arrived about 800 years ago as traders mm. which is what you know the, this whole theory of debunking yeah. columbus is happening right now columbus was not the first guy yeah. nor mm. not nor was amerigo da, da vespucci there were other people mm. so i this, like this to is, say this often that america is an experiment it is a geopolitical experiment yeah. united states of america yeah. is a geopolitical experiment the only other geopolitical experiment is israel right so i always say that and there is one failed experiment also which is pakistan right. but right. these three are essentially created created right no civilization right. it's just created so yeah. these three are the only such states in yeah. the world pakistan of course is a failed um, yeah. attempt israel and america stay america has been very successful experimental now just because of its constitution yeah. because of the fact that it gave liberty and freedom to everyone freedom of for faith freedom of faith is a huge thing people underestimate that right. but freedom to pray Freedom to have your practice your religion the way you want is an essential thing going forward in any democratic institution. And that is why America had been a success. That now is under, um, let's say, not under duress or anything, but 
but is being questioned. So that is something American leaders need to think about and see where they want to take this experiment called United States of America. We will come back to this, we'll talk, we're running out of time, but I cannot end this without mentioning another man, another American, another white guy who gave, almost gave his life to save these two men, Ian Grillet. He was only 20, he is only 24 and I'm glad he's alive. Ian Grillet, he said he counted the shots while he hid under the table and then he thought he, they had, he had run out of ammunition and he tried to save them, he, he confronted him. In the process, he was shot in his hand and the chest and in his chest. That is another American who gave his life for these immigrants. So America has to decide that does America want Ian Grillet's America? <clears throat> a 24-year-old white man who is ready to lay his life down for new immigrants or is America going to go the other way around where they don't want anybody else? That is a, that's a question no one knows answer to. The KKK to. America. Yeah, KKK America. Yeah. We will see how it goes. We'll come back in the next segment. Moving on to the second part of this Mind Podcast now, we move to the politics of it all, what we do week after week. Um, Campus, violence on campuses has been a huge, um, you know, news this week. Ramjas College has been, Ramjas College in Delhi University has been in news. I am from Delhi University. I did all my schooling from St. Stephen's and Ramjas College is right across St. Stephen's. So I know exactly where the violence was happening and what was happening. So, uh, can you give us a background? The background. So, what happened was that um, Ramjas College had invited Umar Khalid. If you remember, Umar Khalid from JNU, quote unquote, fame, he had been invited to speak. Umar Khalid had from JNU University had yeah. been asked to speak on Bastar, um, uh, you know, whatever is happening in Bastar. Apparently, I'm told that his PhD thesis is working on Bastar, um, has no published work on Bastar, you know, which has been, which is considered um, of any importance, but he was invited to speak. And as he was invited to speak, but he is under, uh, he was accused of sedition mm. over um, an event in uh, JNU and he's out on bail right. because he had been raising anti-India slogans. Ah. So he's out on bail. So Ramjas students, I'm told, were not happy with him being invited there. Ah. So ah. they raised um, objection to that. With the result, ABVP came in and these ISA students, everything is, ISA is a leftist organization. ISA yeah. is CPIMLs, not CPIM, right. Right. CPIML student, um, uh, you know, right. body or students thing. It's very important to understand that although all leftists are subvertists, but CPIMLs, charter, CPIML wants to disintegrate. That is their motto. They want to disintegrate India. India. They want to break up India. Bharat ki barbadi, Bharat ke tukde tukde, that's what they want. So these, that, this is, ISA is the student wing of that. So these people got there and they started slow, you know, jumping slogans yeah. again, you know, anti-India slogans, humko chahiye azadi, Kashmir ko chahiye azadi, Bastar ko chahiye azadi, which enraged the people in Ramjas. With the result, ABVP got involved and then there were clashes and police had to be involved, some yeah. students got, um, 
hurt in the process. Uh, JNU ex um, vice president and ISA member, uh, who um, um, a girl called uh, Shela Rashid, she was seen on all news channels later in the evening saying that you know I was stones were thrown on me and everything, and I saw her on NDTV and I was amazed at how she was, um, you know, she just wouldn't let anybody talk and she had zero decorum of debate or anything, but um, be as that may be. And this is the same Shehla Rashid who was, um, uh, you know, uh, if you remember Dr. Balram Singh, she had threatened Dr. Balram yeah. Singh, who Dr. Balram Singh is a uh, columnist for uh, mind makers and he's not just that he's a renowned academic and he was threatened by the same Shaila Rashid when they were doing that World Vedanta Congress and they wanted to bring yeah. um, Baba Ramdev there yeah. so they had said Baba Ramdev cannot be uh, allowed here because he's no academic and you know right. uh, he cannot be given uh, you cannot give him any kind of credence yeah Anyway, so this all came together in Ramjas College in DU. According to ABVP and according to this thing that JNU, this JNU virus cannot be spreading in DU. DU is not going to allow that. And uh, there are people who get very offended with these kind of uh, slogans. In JNU, they get away with it. In DU, they said we cannot allow them to get away with it. ABVP, of course, jumped into the this thing. I'm sure ABP was also involved in some um, violence a little bit. Once the violence is started, then everybody is involved. So... Um, the thing here is, the broader thing here is, how do we handle this Bharat ke tukde tukde gang? These people who go around talking about disintegrating India, can they be allowed to get away under freedom of expression? Yeah. Under the Indian constitution? Right. As you know, it is not the same as uh, American constitution, where you probably can, where you can, not probably, where you can. Under Indian institution, under Indian constitution, you do have freedom of expression, but with certain, you know, frills attached to it. So, with reasonable restrictions is what the constitution says. So, here is the question. When these people go around raising these slogans when Umar Khalid, who has been accused of sedition, um, what, how, how, does, how, do we, how does the society react to it? There is a bunch of students who are raising this, these slogans. There is another bunch who are, not, who are refusing this. And this is not just DU. If you remember Rohit Vemula case, again, that was a um, campus in turmoil. And then same thing, that was Hyderabad University, if you remember, Hyderabad Technical University right. or something. That was uh, in turmoil. So this turmoil is spreading over campuses. Right, right. So the point is that how do we channelize this anger of the right. students. Right. But then then the question is, can a person that is accused and a matter which is subdued mm. is uh, be allowed to talk at all on any subject? Now, we don't know what he was going to speak, whether he spoke something uh, or whether there was a topic that was prescribed. I think at this point in time, I am inclined to say that ABVP and others might have acted a bit more prematurely. Let him talk, record the talk and see if there are things that can be built 
case can be built. You know, if you remember, we published an audio clipping of Professor Nivedita Menon, mm. who basically was spewing hatred and mm. venom on Hinduism and India and the integrity of Indian armed forces. Yeah. And um, ABVP say is saying that we did not do anything. It was the students of Ramjas who were apolitical, right. who said that you cannot be spewing this venom on our campus. Which is what has he already said what he's going to speak see this is where no no this is what no he hadn't he was they, they were all there also they canceled the point it, was they cancelled it eventually their their point was a you cannot um, invite this guy because he is um, you know his yeah. case is uh, sub jurist and everything but isa the organization that was supporting him went around and we have the clips of that and those are by neutral journalists who have sent us the clips uh, of them screaming about um, breaking up India into pieces. So the question is, and here is my take on this. My take on this is that violence in any form has to be condemned. Right. You just cannot allow any violence, whether it is ISA or whether it is ABVP or whether it is anything. The state, the state machinery, the government and yeah. the often school authority, I mean college authorities and the police, they have become strong on that. There is no space for violence. Having said that, there is a lot of space for discussion. The problem with these is that there is a bunch of people, if you remember, I mean I don't have to tell you, you know this, left uh, the academia is a, a dove of leftists. They go anywhere, like this Nivedita Menon, she goes anywhere and they just say anything. Yeah. That is that is not substantiated by facts. They go around saying simple things like what Nivedita Menon was saying about Aryan invasion theories at that point. She still speaks at like the gospel truth, not even acknowledging that it has been discredited and there are credible sources that have discredited it. And it's not simple. When you say, let her say things about our invasion theory, for example, I'm just giving you an example. But what happens is when you say things like this, you also are giving credence to the fault lines. You're increasing fault lines. Right. So you are now you do Aryan and Dravidian, then you do a North Indian and a South Indian, then you do a, So what you are eventually trying to say is that India is not one. Yeah. It's a bunch of people together and that anybody can go at any time in their own direction. So <clears throat> this is attacking the sovereignty of nation. I am not sure if any country can take no this. No country allows this. No country no allows this. Except and India. People India. Who are, and people who are saying that it's just slogans, I just want to tell them that Pakistan Zindabad also started as a slogan. And um, well, 70, years, saying, 70 you know, years later, we had a Pakistan country. When people keep saying that India has to project its soft power <laughs> in yoga, Ayurveda and uh, your ancient inventions and in astronomy and discoveries. Uh, I say that why project soft power? Why don't we project too soft a power? <laughs> because we are too soft, you know, mm. the, the good boys, you know. Yeah, the Let them shout their hearts out. Uh, find karenge unke mein, yeah. Then we'll arrest them for sedition. Then we'll try them. And no, then I find it. I find it rich from people to say, let them, let them yeah. shout. My point is, it's only been seventy years since Pakistan was formed. Only 70 years in a history of nation, that is not a long time. That's not long time ago. And that all started with slogans also. So if there are a bunch of people who remember that we were broken into three parts. Yeah. Now there are three countries of what was India. And they 
just get very cagey about it. They get very cagey about Bharat ke tukde tukde kar do. They get upset about it because we already have been broken into pieces. We were already broken into two pieces. India has already become three countries. Yeah. If they get upset about it, if they get cagey about it, I don't blame them. I get <coughs> very upset when people talk about tukde tukde or when I talk about, you know, they should allow, um, you know, Kashmiris to decide for themselves. And I said that we've already created a country for them. They can go there if they want. How many more, you know, pieces of India are we going to accept? Right. But but then the, at the same time, Surandaji, again, the soft power issue comes back to into picture is, is the state serious about such pronunci- uh, pronouncements and is it going to take any uh, action that will prevent from such... Uh, vituperative tendencies mm. to come out in the open, whether they can be kept to the drawing room, whether they can be allowed at a certain level. Mm-hmm. Because many people, you know, I've seen somebody on a local radio show in Houston who says he's a Dalit girl that got discriminated and he would be better off living in Pakistan. The so Dalits so in Pakistan sad. are so discriminated, though they are all Hindus, the majority of Hindus in Pakistan are Dalits, they are discriminated no matter where. I know. So it is not, you know, this is where... It's just fault lines and increasing uh, fault lines. I completely agree with you. I'm, I just, I'm running out of time. I have to end this um, segment and we'll be back. Before we get to our uh, next topic, um, I do want to say that this is MindMakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the MindMakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. So, giving the roundup of the news, UP elections are still in news. It takes UP is such a big state that there's still, um, um, you know, phases of elections going on. Fifth round of battle for UP's crown will be fought on Monday in 51 assembly constituencies, and uh, between donkeys and humans, there is a big tough fight there. Somebody calls another person a donkey, and then Narendra Modi replies back, and the entire state of Gujarat is being um, talked about so um, it has it's interesting yeah, election rhetoric is also I don't take election I think the BJP seriously. will be a beneficiary from the local body uh, results don't you think from BMC and from BMC yes yeah. that seems like this yeah. and in in uh, BMC elections were spectacular stupendous yeah. for uh, um, you know BJP it seems one thing that we have been consistently saying that demonetization has right. not damaged no. BJP politically no. in fact it has only benefited from yeah. it it has benefited from the fact that here comes a doer and the overall sensibility in India right now is at least he's trying right. and I have said this Narendra Modi's personal credibility is so high right now that they cannot dent him. Right. At least Rahul Gandhi cannot dent him, uh, Mamta Banerjee cannot dent him, um, uh, Bihar Chief Minister Nitish Kumar cannot dent him because all those people, they are completely you know, in the yeah. soup themselves. If Narendra Modi has to have somebody in competition, it has to be somebody as bedag as him. It has to be somebody who is completely, uh, <clears throat> you know, who, um, or a completely com- new Kumar. Completely 
unblemished right. um, you know I like him because right. say what you may about Narendra Modi he does not have even an iota of corruption charge on him right. no matter what uh, Rahul Gandhi says so all these people they are pygmies they cannot uh, you know do anything but uh, they cannot sort of challenge him but the BMC uh, elections where, and we have had a um, beautiful coverage we've had excellent exhaustive coverage on my net um, I would request people to read it and we have uh, explained Sagar Kenhikar has explained what it means he says that um, Sena now is reduced to Thane and Mumbai and Thane really and in Mumbai also it got a big fight you know 82-84 that can flip any time you know so um, in both of them are short on ma of majority both of them are short on majority they have to form the government uh, so uh, sena keeps saying that they are going to have mayor from um, sena we have to see where that goes yeah. but then the bjp came into breathing space next to that in mumbai so the only gad of um, shiv sena remains thane yeah. and if uddhav thakre doesn't believe anything you know doesn't sort of do anything spectacular that will also go NCP has been finished and Congress of course has been finished so BJP has made inroads in rural Maharashtra which is a big deal considering that BJP really did not have much of a thing in Maharashtra Maharashtra was never a BJP state Maharashtra was always a Congress state yeah. Maharashtra and Andhra Pradesh and these are the states that have been um, you know getting Congress into power again and again and again Andhra is gone for good now Andhra is never going to go to Congress again yeah. I mean Andhra anyway is not Andhra anymore Andhra and two Telangana states, right. two states they are not both states are never going to go to Congress I yeah. don't see any time in uh, in foreseeable future Maharashtra doesn't seem to be going to Congress anytime soon and that's where all the money and everything came from for uh, Congress but um, very even small Zilla Parishad uh, things everywhere other than Mumbai and Thane uh, BJP has put NCP out completely and Congress out and they have done remarkably well um, demonetization hasn't helped uh, has helped them Devendra Fadnavis's personality and his own, uh, you know, he, he seems to be as a doer. He seems to be like Narendra Modi of Maharashtra, somebody who wants to do and is unblemished. No corruption, no nothing. So that has helped them. Odisha is a great news, you know. There, of course, they have to stand up to uh, Naveen Patnaik. Right. But it seems that, how do you think? You the know? local bodies are a reflection of the mood of... Mm. of uh, both the cities and the rural areas. So yeah. This is very important for people to observe that there is another barometer for the mood of the public, whether it is mm. just the assemblies or parliament uh, that goes to election. There is also lo local body elections yeah. that are generally fought. Um, many states don't uh, fight local body elections based on party system, but somebody or the other gets affiliated to parties. Mm. Like in UP, local body elections are really not a big deal because you know many candidates uh, are, are uh, affiliated with uh, many parties mm. uh, but in Maharashtra local body elections particularly Mumbai elections uh, is critical because Mumbai generates so much Mumbai. revenue you know so much of uh, economic power of Maharashtra comes from Mumbai and that is also one of the reasons why Shivasena has always been very uh, coy about their hold on power whether it is uh, Congress which comes to power, there is always Shivasena to contend yeah. with because of that stronger uh, stranglehold on Mumbai. 
True. But both the uh, regional parties, I call Shiv Sena a regional party as well, it but Shiv Sena and, well, there was a time when it had national aspiration. Mm-hmm. There was na- uh, Shiv Sena even in Andhra Pradesh, if you, <laughs> if you can believe that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the, the Shiv Sena and BJD are all reeling under one problem. They all got affected by demonetization. People don't understand this. Mm-hmm. They all got affected because all these elections are fought on money. I remember in 2012, I was uh, leading a delegation with uh, American senators and the first stop we made in Mumbai was the Mumbai mayor's office. It was Mr. Snehal Jadav, who was the mm-hmm. Sena mayor. Uh, she was seated with these five senators. I was there, a couple of other uh, local MLAs were th- was there mm-hmm. in the office of the mayor. And just to show the power of uh, her party, mm-hmm. she kept fielding calls. Whether she, these were genuine calls or not, <laughs> she kept saying Baba Sahib on the phone as though, you know, that is the only thing we could understand. I Baba Sahib was alive. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, so this whole thing about Shiva Sena and these parties mm. which are ideologically driven to a certain extent but mm. still are personality based. Mm-hmm. What happens is after the central authority withers down and maybe this is what is happening in Orissa also, just, they are just replicas of Congress. Yeah. They are also driven by money, mm-hmm. whether it is one industrialist or ten industrialists. Uh, they are also all uh, driven with the, uh, the sub-regional pride that they whip yeah. up every now and then. Yeah. All of that has been subsumed by this demonetization which is uh, trying to herald a new politics in India, Sunandaji. So this is the undercurrent that we have to observe. Now you will see that in the fifth and sixth phases also, a ripple effect into UP. He went to Manipur, I don't know if you observed. He went to Imphal and he said, whatever misdeeds of the Congress, of this economic blockade Mm. happening of Manipur, we will flip it over when Manipur gives a chance to the BJP. He did say that, he did say that. But what is interesting is, a lot of, you know, how um, uh, Bal Thakre has always been on the hit list of seculars. I mean, after all, he is the Hindutva, um, whatever, icon or so on. Never shared Hindu, Samrat or something. He's always been on the hit list of seculars. In this election, however, there were people actually praying for Shiv Sena's success against yeah. BJP. Yeah. What does that tell you about seculars of India? That tells you that they are such opportunists. Yeah. Yeah. They have nothing. I mean, in, they you were actually praying and hoping that Shiv Sena would win against BJP. And you call yourself secular and <clears throat> not once, not once would any of these people bring up Balasai Thakre. But anyway, that is that just it just exposed them so much. And in a country where cricket is revered, they play by changing goalposts. That's how disconnected they are. But you know, if you look at this thing that happened with Sadhguru in Coimbatore, and yes. I know you were going to bring that. Yes, up, yes, that was going to be protest, my next topic. The yeah, glad about that it. happened uh, mm. around this unveiling of a Shiva statue oh. and the Prime Minister doing it. What what do they expect? This is a Hindu country. You like it or not? If you don't like it, you can leave. Culturally, it's a Hindu yeah, country. Yeah, it has always been it. a sacred geography. Congress yeah. has also admitted many times. Now, this with this Sonia Gandhi yeah. infusion, that that uh, nationalistic element in Congress has really died down. Yeah. But everybody realizes why India is uh, held together. Whether it is 500 princely states or 50 states or 25 states or even tomorrow if there are only four provinces, yeah. north, south, east, west provinces, it is held together because of Hinduism. Yeah. Hinduism is the fluid and the glue that 
really gels so uh, intravenously together that you might have some local practices that mm. look different and have a feel of you know local flavor yeah, you might have a local it. language that uh, has a sort of an element of infusion of other languages like yeah. you know uh, telangana for example the telugu has a healthy infusion of persian urdu and arabic yeah right they call dawakana dawakana <laughs> is what you know it's it comes yeah. from persian yeah. but but essentially what i'm saying is the culture and the civilization has always been hindu bauddha jaina and sikh indic right indic indic it's an indic yeah. civilization yeah. You, so this is where the leftists cannot become mass popular they continue to hold their their last vestiges of power which is academia yeah. that is also going to uh, snatch Because away in over the real world time. they cannot they yeah, they're lost in the economics they've lost in politics they've lost in uh, delivering any sort of unifying message that keeps people together so now it's only academics and right. that will also go but it was wonderful to watch prime minister modi it was a wonderful yeah. event i watched intermittently i watched the entire event and um it was good to see him there with um uh, sadguru jaggi vasudev sadguru jaggi vasudev is and i've heard him on and off his message is very his message is quite peaceful his yeah. message is he, he has never been someone who is dividing people he has never been someone who has been um you know addressing to any false lines i like that about him i haven't seen him on jalikatu he came out very very you know prominently on one side but more or less he has been about whether it has been about beef eating or whether it's been right. about anything he has come across as and someone and been very apolitical uh, yeah concentrated some, on ecology i remember yes. one project where he planted, uh, planted so, so many, many trees, trees. yes he, he took care of yeah. that as a mission yeah so, so there are certain facets, facets of sadguru that you really good to see yeah. narendra modi there yeah. and support this i i i don't believe that yeah. um, <clears throat> you know indian prime ministers or indian heads of state should not be part of uh, this Uh, this thing this does not go against secularism in fact this is secularism well indira gandhi did hover i remember yeah. the venue and place where she did yeah, yeah, hover yeah. in so fact this is secularism yeah. secularism does not mean rejection of religion right. secularism means that as a head of state you will not yeah. you know uh, kind of you will not uh, discriminate that's all it means with this we come to the end of this thing and we'll come back with uh, the last part This brings us to the very end of Mind Podcast. I do apologize for my voice again. I have uh, been out of commission for last few days, um, but I'm here because I enjoy being here so much with you guys and with my colleague Pramod. Um, so we come to the recommendations. Pramod, what is your recommendation for the day, for the week? Well, I have a recommendation by twin <laughs> uh, twin miracles you know, today. <laughs> Uh, I was pleasantly surprised to see um, uh, Ram Desabatla and uh, uh, Vani Desabatla from uh, Woodlands in North Houston do TED talks at their high schools. And they are they are just um, teenagers, and they are doing TED talks. Yeah. Amazing. And you know these were so good, so amazing and diverse uh, topics. Vani spoke uh, on the evolution of consciousness, and I'm going to plug that uh, YouTube link on. I did that on Facebook. I'll plug that on. Uh, Uh, twitter as well yeah. and ram spoke on the uh, the misconceptions and the uh, in the negative portrayal of hinduism in mainstream uh, you know academia and he Wonderful. spoke to a high school audience he invoked the uh, you know world uh, 
religions course that they all pro probably take during mm -hmm. high school and the stereotypes around Hinduism and he went on to demolish each one of them point by point did a spectacular job wonderful these kids are amazing and we I will, feel very we will good. make sure that we uh, I get them um, you know plugged from the mind account as well yeah. mind Twitter account so look out for these um, TED talks they're just 15 minutes each TED talks by uh, Ram and Vani Deshavotla uh, it's been Shivratri. Happy Mahashivratri to everyone who is listening. Thank you. I come from land of Shiva and Shiva is my favorite uh, quote-unquote dude. I think he's the best cool, out coolest. there. Coolest. He's the coolest one. Um, I would recommend a piece that, a, a, what, what should I call it? A poetry? Uh, I mean, I don't know how to um, call it, but Nirvana Ashtakam. That yeah. Adi Guru Shankaracharya, he composed it at the age of 11 is what we are saying. Some people say he composed it at the age of 7, but <clears throat> more people are saying that it was at the age of 11 when he was looking for his guru and he was standing on the banks of a river and then the guru came and asked him, who are you? Mm. And that is when he came up with Nirvana Ashtakam completely extempore right there. Shivoham, Shivoham. That's when he said, who am I? I am neither mind, I am nor intellect. I am neither this, I am nor that. Shivoham, Shivoham. I am Shiva. So, <clears throat> many people have sung this. This is beautiful. Actually, you should go on um, Google, get this out and read this. It's, it's amazing. It is one of the finest documents of Advaita. One of the finest documents of Advaita Hinduism. But um, my favorite rendition of this is by uh, <clears throat> Anup Jalota's father. Uh, if people don't know, Anup Jalota's father, uh, Purshottam Das Jalota, was also a bhajan singer and an, yeah. an amazing singer. Okay. Actually, even better than his son, Anup Jalota. He was very I good. Yes, okay. Purshottam Das Jalota. So go to YouTube and type in Nirvana Ashtakam or Manobuddhi Ahankar and uh, type in um, Purshottam Das Jalota. And the way he sung it, that really appeals to me. So uh, do this for yourself, do this for your soul. Go listen to Nirvana Ashtakam by um, Adi Guru Shankaracharya. On that note, I end this Mind podcast. Uh, make sure you visit our website, mind.net. There are wonderful pieces out there. Like us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, give us your feedback, tell us what you like, what you don't like. Adit should be here next week, hopefully. And next week, we should be three of us all together again once again thank you so much for tuning in and this is sananda vashir signing off